Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast where we are on a mission to help every person see themselves as a leader and to equip every leader to lead their teams with a clear, compelling vision. My goal with this podcast is to provide you with free leadership coaching so you can become a high-performance leader who leads high-performance teams to make a high impact in this world. And our vision is to bring vision clarity to one million organizations. Yeah, you heard me right. One million organizations. Each week, we provide free tools and resources so that you can expand your leadership capacity so you can lead with a big, bold, and courageous vision that will inspire your team and change the world. Now, I am your host, Seth Yolorda, and I want to thank you so much again for taking the time just to tune in, and I hope that this podcast will add value to you today. Now, on today's episode, I really want to talk about the foundation of vision clarity. If you've been following me for a while on social media, you know that vision clarity is something that I always talk about. It's literally my brand where I really believe firmly that every leader and every organization must have vision clarity. So today I want to talk about it. I want to break down what exactly it is and how you can become a vision clarity leader. Now, if you find this content valuable, I would be so honored if you would write a review or rate the content wherever you consume it. And please subscribe. I'm always shooting for a five-star review. It would also mean so much to me if you would share this content with your colleagues, your team, your friends, even your family, right? Because we are on a journey to build a community of visionaries with this podcast. So you sharing this content is one of the best ways to do that. Now let's jump in. You know, we just came out of February, Black History Month. Before that, obviously, it was January. But in January, we celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. And Dr. Martin Luther King is just one of those iconic leaders that we are so honored and privileged that God graced us with his presence because through his leadership, he was able to spark a movement, to unite a movement, to move this nation forward. And one of the iconic speeches, probably the iconic speech that Martin Luther King Jr. ever gave was on August 28, 1963, when he stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. And he, in that I Have a Dream speech, he united an entire nation with that one speech. Let's listen to a clip. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream That my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. You see, in one moment, he captured the soul of America and took his audience to a place they had all hoped for, but had never seen. King painted a picture of the future with such vivid clarity that it left no doubt in the minds of every listener what the intended destination would be. Not only, listen, not only did King re-spark a movement that day, but he vividly illustrated that organizational leaders could inspire action by articulating vision. And I said organizational leaders, but I really just want to talk about 
any leader and every leader, you know, a lot of times we reserve leadership for the C-suite or for corporate America or for that pastor behind the pulpit or for the politician. But literally leadership shows up every place that you go, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad in your family, you're leading your family, maybe you are volunteering for to coach your kids soccer or you're leading some type of uh, youth group. You're a leader in so many respects. And so I don't want anyone to think that because they don't have an organizational position where they are at the top of the org chart, that somehow they are not a leader. No, leadership applies to everyone and it literally walks with us everywhere you and I go, whether we're going to Target, Starbucks, or to our nine to five job. We are all leaders and as a result, what Dr. King did that day is he showed us that by living and articulating a vision for our lives and for the people around us, we can elicit their commitment, their engagement, their support, and we can do things that we never would have been able to accomplish if we had not taken the time to clearly articulate that vision. You see, Dr. King's speech that day, I firmly believe it stands shoulder to shoulder with a long list of other leaders who have led nations, inspired teams, organized movements, and literally changed the course of history, all because they had a big, bold, courageous vision that was communicated with extreme clarity. This is from Dr. King, obviously, Nelson Mandela, Steve Jobs, who may not have an iconic speech, but he definitely lived an iconic life. He lived the life of a visionary. To Stacey Abrams, who obviously is one of our premier leaders, political leaders now in Georgia. Kamala Harris, obviously. Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, Opal Tometi. These leaders all have and had vision clarity. Now, when I talk about vision clarity, let's just take a minute to break this down. What exactly is vision? And there's obviously a lot of debate around vision and mission and values and what comes first. But I just like to simplify this by saying a vision is a picture of the future that gives passion in the present. I want you to catch this. The vision for your team, the vision for your family, the vision for your life, that vision is a picture of the future that gives passion in the present. I love how Simon Sinek frames it. He frames it as a, your vision is a just cause. It's a cause that is so worthy and so ideal that it inspires your team to be willing to sacrifice and to go the extra mile to be a part of this cause. Right. Whether you are, you know, a general in the army and you're leading the troops forward to conquer a land or whether you are leading your family in worship. Right. That's a just cause. Or whether you're leading your community at the local HOA meeting or you're leading in your church, whatever space you might find yourself. The leader has a picture of the future, a just cause that they are pursuing, and that just cause gives passion in the present. Now, I've said this before, and I just want to make sure you catch it, that, that I firmly believe that vision and passion are opposite sides of the same coin. That if you are not inspired and passionate about whatever that picture of the future is, then you might have the wrong picture. At the same time, once you have a clear picture on where your future idealized state is, and if it resonates with you, and if it meets certain criteria, which we're going to go over, then it just automatically draws out of you a passion that causes you to go after it or run for it. You know, I firmly believe that you will know that you have captured your vision 
when your vision has captured you. That's how you know you're going in the right direction with vision. And so vision is, is a picture, is a picture of the future that gives passion in the present. So when I think about vision clarity, clarity is knowing not just where you're going, right? But it's also having the capacity and the courage to make the hard decisions to get there. Another way I like to frame it is while vision is a picture of the future that gives passion to the present, clarity is knowing what you are called to do and having the courage to do it. Right. So I can say, okay, my vision is this idealized state, this picture of the future. But then clarity is being able to say, I know the steps I need to take and I have the courage to take those steps to pursue this picture of the future. And so vision clarity together is not just having a picture of the future, but it's also knowing every single step that you need to take and having the courage and capacity to take those steps and to lead your team or your family to take those steps so that you can experience the vision. So that's what vision clarity is. And there are a lot of leaders who have vision. They know where they're going, but they're fuzzy on, okay, what step do I need to take to actually get there? A lot of entrepreneurs who have vision, they know they want to build this business. They're uncertain of the step they need to take that will actually help them get there. And so vision clarity is when, man, I know the future. I know the picture I'm going for. And I also know, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do tomorrow? What does my team need to be working on right now? What steps do we need to take? And do we have the courage and the capacity to take those steps that will lead us towards that future? I think about leaders who've had vision clarity. In the late 1800s, the Wright brothers said, someday people are going to fly through the air and they actually took the steps needed and the courage required to develop flight, right? In 1907, Henry Ford told a small group of employees, someday automobiles will be affordable for almost every American family. And he saw the future, he saw the picture, and he took the steps necessary. In the 1940s, Billy Graham, you know, the famous evangelist with a group of friends, he told his friends, he said, someday we will fill stadiums all over the world where people can hear the gospel in person and on television. And if you watched service on television this last weekend, it was because of the vision that Billy Graham had and not just the vision, but the clarity that he had to be able to take the necessary steps and the courage to take those steps in order to accomplish that vision. Bill Gates, Paul Allen, Steve Jobs, all of them had this idea of creating technology. Bill Gates said someday every home will have a personal computer. And literally every home, you know, more or less today has a personal computer because Bill Gates, he saw a picture of the future. It gave him passion in the present. He knew what steps he needed to take. And while he may not have known every single step he needed to take, he knew the next step. That is so critical for leaders to understand is that vision clarity doesn't mean you know every step that you need to take. But what it does mean is I know the next step. I know, hey, this is what I'm working on today. This is what I'm working on this quarter. I don't know the end of the year, next year, two years, three years from now, but I know what I need to do today, which is going to move the needle to help me reach, to help me reach my vision. Too many leaders only have a general sense of where they're going, right? We want to improve 
customer experience. We want to get more customers. We want to make more money, right? If you're in a church, we want to baptize more members. We want to impact the community. While all of those statements are good for the surface, they are not inspiring enough. They are not clear enough that will give passion to the present right? It's no different than if you say, man, I want to lose weight or I want to beef up my 401k or I want to have a happier home. That's good. It's a general direction that you want to go, but to have vision clarity and to lead your team with extreme clarity, you have to have more specificity, right? It's a good start, but not enough to galvanize your team. And if we're honest, it's not enough to even galvanize your own efforts and passion. Almost every day I say, I want to lose weight or I want to get in shape. But that doesn't necessarily inspire me to make the change, to change my diet, to start working out more. It doesn't inspire me to do more. There is more that is required if we're really going to truly have and experience vision clarity. The way I like to illustrate this is I live in Riverside, California. Now, imagine that I wanted to go on a road trip. Now, it's one thing if, if I called you up and said, hey, let's go on a road trip together. You said, OK, where are we going? And I said, uh... We're just going to go on a road trip. Like literally the level of vagueness and abstractness and lack of specificity about the end destination. I can almost guarantee you like, you know, brother, I love you, but I just don't got time. Like I don't got time to just to be going on a road trip when I clearly don't know where we're going. Right. So if you don't have a vision for your team, for your life, for your family, it's literally like you saying, let's go on a road trip, but you have not identified or articulated the destination. Now, imagine if I say, hey, let's go on a road trip. I call you up. Let's go on a road trip. You're like, okay, cool. Where are we going? And I say the East Coast. Okay, that's better than just saying nothing. But even me saying the East Coast, most likely you're going to be like, well, where on the East Coast? Like me saying East Coast, there is still not enough clarity that will call forth out of you a desire to sit in the car with me for three days as we travel across the country to the East Coast. I mean, the East Coast is so broad. It could be New York, Maine, Atlanta, Charlotte, you know, it could be anywhere, literally anywhere. And so for many of our organizations and as leaders, if we just say, hey, uh, where are we going? Well, we're make more money, baptize more people, impact the world. Like literally, that's like me saying we're going to the East Coast. Like, well, okay, well, what exactly does that look like? It's so broad. It's so still ambiguous. It's not enough to inspire people. It's not enough to inspire your team. What I need to be willing to say as a leader is, hey, come with me on a road trip and we're going to Atlanta, Georgia. More specifically, we're going to Slutty Vegan, which is a vegan restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia. Automatically, especially if you're vegan, you're like, we're going there. Well, what else are we going to do? Well, I'm not only going to go to Slutty Vegan, we're going to Six Flags. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to stop at Grand Canyon along the way. And as the more detail I give you, about this road trip, the more excited, the more committed, the more engaged you become in wanting to endure whatever hardship or put forth whatever sacrifice is required in order to reach that final destination. That is the power of a vision. 
Now, if I say, hey, come with me, we're going on a road trip, we're going on a trip to Atlanta, and I lay out all these details, and then you say, well, how are we gonna get there? If I say, I don't know, that is lack of clarity. I might have a clear vision, but I still have a whole lot of ambiguity around our strategy, right? Are we gonna drive there? Are we gonna take the Greyhound there? God forbid, like no shade to those take the Greyhound. Are we going to walk there? Are we gonna crawl there? Are we gonna take a boat there? If that's even possible to take a boat from California to Atlanta? right? Are we going to fly there? Like there's so many options for actually getting to Atlanta, some which will have you there in two, three hours, maybe four hours, some which will have you there in four or five months, right? So it's not enough just for me to say, hey, we're going to Atlanta. That inspires your team. But the next thing I need to be able to articulate is, and this is how we're going to get there. Now, I just want to let you know, you don't have to have all of the how work out, if the destination is clear enough, people will be willing to come along with you as you are figuring out the how. I might not have to have every single stop charted on my map as we're going to Atlanta, but as long as I have like the first leg done and people are confident in me, they trust my leadership, they trust that I'm open to feedback, that I'm willing to stop and ask for help, that I'm willing to collaborate with them, they will be willing to rock with me the rest of the way. And so when you think about vision clarity for your team, there's a few principles I want to give you. Number one, is your vision concrete, right? I don't want any of these abstract, you know, make more money, make more disciples, become the premier organization, change the world. Like, no, 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 no. Like your vision needs to be concrete, right? Another way to frame vision is what is your strategic goal? What are you trying to accomplish? What will the world look like once you have done what you're trying to do? How will your efforts actually lead to life change? How will your efforts actually lead to positive outcomes? So it needs to be concrete. You need to be able to sink your teeth in it. It also needs to be measurable, right? I need to be able to say, hey, we're three months away, two months away, we're 50 members away, we're you know, $500,000 away. I need to be able to measure it so I can see this is how far we've come and we can celebrate that. This is how much further we have to go. The other thing is your vision has to be challenging. Research shows that challenging goals actually produce higher performance, especially if you as the team leader and as your team, if you believe that you can actually accomplish those goals, the higher the goal, the higher the performance. So let's not just set low, uninspiring goals. If I said, hey, Seth, today my goal is to do 10 push-ups. I mean, that's not inspiring at all. I can do 10 push-ups right now. But if I said, man, Seth, I want to do, I want to get to that point where I can do a hundred pushups without stopping. I'm not there yet, right? That's challenging. And setting that goal is much more inspiring and will require, it will call out of me a higher level of performance than if I just said, hey, I challenge you to do 10 pushups without stopping. I mean, I can do that. Facts. Done. It's done. It's done already. But a hundred pushups without stopping, that's next level. That's vision clarity, right? Because it's challenging. And then the last thing is I want you to think about your vision in such a way where it has to connect to the heart of your team, to the heart of your stakeholders, to the heart of your family. I don't want to articulate a vision that is so left field that people are like uninspired by it, unmoved by it. No matter how clear it is, your vision has to connect to the people's heart right? It has to speak to their worldview, to their value system. Why is this important to you? Which means 
that you as a leader have to understand your people. You have to know what are my people's passions? What are my team members? What gets them excited? What gets them going? What motivates them? And then how can I frame the vision in such a way where it will speak to their heart? I mean, if you're a photographer and I say, let's go on this road trip. And along the way, we're going to stop at all of these historic sites. And I want you to bring your camera because you can take pictures of all of these historic sites, right? Along the way, that alone will inspire you to go with me on this trip because it is meeting one of your fundamental needs. It's, it's speaking to your motivation. And so as a leader, I have to understand my team. I have to understand what motivates my team. And I have to be willing to frame the vision in such a way where it will speak to their heart, right? So those are the four things. Is it measurable? Is it concrete? Is it challenging? And does it connect to their heart? Now, this leads me to my last point, which I want to leave with you, is that your role as a leader is not like a captain flying a plane, right? When you get on Southwest Delta, you know, I'm a Delta person. You get on Delta, you walk by the captain, you go sit in your seat, you buckle up, you listen to what the captain says. If the captain says, put your seatbelts on, you put your seatbelts on, right? If the captain says you might now walk about the cabin, you are then free to walk about the cabin. But at no point, especially because of 9-11, do you have the opportunity or the privilege of going into the cockpit, right? The cockpit is off limits to you, a passenger. The captain is the one who has been trained. He or she is a professional and they are driving this plane. They are flying this plane forward, that is not what your role is as a leader. Your role is not the captain of a plane who's flying the plane without any input from the cabin, without any collaboration or feedback. No, 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 that's not your role as a leader. Your role of a leader is more like a coxswain, right? And I hope I'm saying that right, coxswain. This is the person who, if you've ever seen like one of those rowing clubs and you got, you know, six, eight, 10 people on a boat and they're rowing, and then you have that person who's at the front of the boat. And a lot of times they're turned with the back towards the destination and they are focusing on the members and they are speaking and encouraging and making sure that everyone is in pace, right? With rowing at the same time, right? Your role as a leader is more like that coxswain. The coxswain is responsible for steering the boat, for coordinating the power and the rhythm of the rowers, as a leader, your number one responsibility is to make sure that everyone is rowing in harmony. Sometimes you got to get down there and you got to row yourself. You're saying, hey, what do you need? What's going on with you? How can I help? How can I strengthen you? How can I equip you? How can I empower you? Right? Because you recognize that you need everyone in sync. Right? And if you have one member who's rowing out of sync, it's going to prevent you from reaching your destination efficiently, effectively. It's going to create confusion on the boat. So I want you to think about your role as a leader less like you sit down, buckle up and shut up and more like, no, I'm looking at you. I'm focused on you. How can I help you? How can I empower you? How can I serve you so that we can all reach our destination together? So as a leader, your number one responsibility is to catalyze a clear and shared vision and secure the commitment to and the vigorous pursuit of that vision. This is vision clarity. I have a picture of the future that is inspiring my present and I know the steps I need to take every single day 
and I have the courage and the capacity to lead my team to take those necessary steps to reach that vision. What I want you to do is I want you to take some time and I want you to evaluate, are you leading with vision clarity? Your team, your organization, your family, do you have a compelling picture that is inspiring people? And do you know the step that you are taking and that you need to take in order to reach that destination? If you're in a family unit, vision clarity applies to your finances. It applies to your mental health, physical health, spiritual health as a family, right? It applies to every area. What is the purpose of our family? What is the goal? What's the vision? What are we trying to accomplish as a family unit? You apply that same principle to your leadership within an organization or a team in corporate America, within the nonprofit sector, within churches, within faith communities, within schools. If you're on a basketball team, what's the vision for your team? Obviously, we want to win. So we know that and we're all inspired by that. But what steps do we need to take to get there? What are our strengths? What are our weaknesses, right? If you're running, if you're a student in school and you're, you're the student body president, what's the vision for that year for the student body? Where are you trying to take them? And then what steps do you need to take? Vision clarity applies to every single level of our life, no matter whether we're at home, at work, at school, or at play. And so I hope that you are inspired and challenged by this and that you take time to reflect on how clear and how compelling you are as a leader and if you're truly leading with vision clarity. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I would ask that you would share it again, that you would rate and review it again. I'm always shooting for a five-star review and I will see you next time on the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. Have a great day. 